Welcome to a podcast by Grantmakers in the Arts and National Membership Association of Public and Private Arts and Culture Funders. I'm Janet Brown, President and CEO. We're talking today to my good friend and colleague, Arnie Fishbaugh. Arnie was Executive Director of the Montana Arts Council, a position that she held since 1982, 1992. Excuse me. She held positions at the Guthrie Theater in Minneapolis, the Texas Opera Theater, and the Metropolitan Opera of New York City. Arnie served on multiple boards, including the Association of Performing Arts Presenters, National Assembly of State Arts Agencies, and our very own Grantmakers in the Arts. Arnie retired earlier this year. So we're delighted to have you, Arnie, share some of your thoughts on the future of arts in rural places, which has been your specialty and your life passion here for the past few decades, and of course, your own future. So welcome, Arnie, and thank you for joining us. Well, thank you. It was such an honor to be involved with GIA, I have to say, to just start. Well, thank you so much. Let's start with talking about your most recent work. You led the Montana Arts Council for 24 years. Montana is a big state. I know that because I've driven across it several times, but you've driven across it more times than you'd like to count, I'm sure. But it has a small population, much of whom are living in rural areas. How is the arts community different in places like Montana than more suburban and urban places? I think the the main reason it's different is that in rural communities, everybody knows each other, and histories run long and deep. There is a deeper sense of community, I feel, uh, and people look toward the arts as something that makes their life much more rewarding and interesting as they're not bombarded by a million choices of what they can do with their spare time. Uh, you know, we don't schedule things on nights or days when basketball or football games are played, nor do you schedule anything on the first day of hunting season. A great spirit of reciprocity in rural America because everyone needs to work together uh, to get things done. On the flip side of that, tensions that have run through a community or bad relationships seem to go on for generations. <laughs> right. So it's kind of like, I know my little town of Fort Benton, sometimes I refer to it as the town without pity. <laughs> but nonetheless, there is a greater entrepreneurial spirit, I find, in rural communities to get things done because money is so tight. There is a great reluctance to raise ticket prices, and currently in rural America, this is especially so because wheat and cattle prices are at record lows so that it's a, a really serious situation. And I also find that on boards of directors in rural communities, there are much greater differences in political perspectives than you would find in urban settings. And I think this is because there are fewer people to draw from and everybody has to work together. Great observations. And, and as you leave this work professionally, what do you see on the horizon or what are the trends in, in rural places for the arts? Um, what do you see, do you see the work changing or does it stay the same? Well, I can't speak for every place across the country, but from what I have seen and heard, the outlook is very positive right now. And I think the tide has turned for most artists in terms of the economy, so sales are up. 
I find that arts organizations are becoming ever more inventive about how they make their events and their arts experiences more relevant and indelible uh, as to the impressions that they create on their audiences. I may be going out on a limb here, but I think because relationships throughout the community are so much more personal in rural communities because everybody knows each other or they think they do, that arts organizations find greater stability in that because the relationships are based on personal ones. So therefore, they're not as threatened by downturns in market conditions. The other distinction that I find in rural communities is that people presenting artists whether they be visual or performers, hold artists in greater esteem. And I've seen time and again when artists come into a community and they're just treated like royalty. And I think that their inspiration and their creativity is such that the local individuals think that some of their magic, the artist's magic, will rub off on them. So they're just loved in a special way. As to work changing, I think that technology is changing the way we all do work and arts organizations are using social media, pre-event lectures and special close-up and personals with artists to a much greater extent. And I think that in our state, arts organizations and artists are finding ways to really reinforce the importance of building relationships with their audience and creating greater relevance and meaning between their work and the audience, which is the most effective audience building tool that they can provide. Artists continue to be the ultimate inspiration to us all. And at least here, and I'm sure that we're not unusual, we find that the number of people who are developing their artistic talent grows and grows. And the communities they develop to help support their artistic growth are just remarkable. And, and Arnie, how do you see the funding field most effectively supporting the work in rural communities with artists who live there, but also artists who may come into a rural environment? Well, I think that those in the field who are most effectively supporting the work are reaching out beyond the usual suspects to involve them in meaningful ways. And this includes, at least locally, young people and people who don't normally attend events. I guess I'm speaking about that more from a a local arts organization perspective. I think that national funders who are reacting more favorably to rural organizations realize the importance of consortia and consortia applications and They also really understand the importance of operating support because that those uh, sources of funding are so few and far between. Kind of back to the local area and the way the field is uh, supporting that work is that they are understanding that the arts organizations and those that govern those organizations really want to have fun. And I was um, talking to a member of a board of a local theater organization up in north central Montana, and he's the local car detailer. And he was talking about how obviously the theater was the most fun place 
in town. And so he really wanted to uh, be on that board. And, you know, the, um, I think funders who understand that the, the community involvement in rural communities is so much greater than it is on a more urban level because you've got more and different kinds of people in the community involved in those arts efforts. I think that also uh, funding to help artists market their work is really paying off. And I know that we're seeing this here in Montana with the work that we've done through a variety of private funders. And the artist's career success is just blossoming. You know, we've seen results here of 400 to 700% increase in sales. So understanding that is really important. And I, I think I've always been really impressed, Arnie, with how you have been able to take a rural state like Montana and make a connection to national funders with the work that you're doing. And that is something I, I, I really hope that, that others will see as a, a wonderful role model, because I think that the being a conduit, um, that consortia idea, a regranting idea, is really beneficial to local communities who aren't going to apply for those big grants themselves, nor can they. But, um, mm-hmm. but through some uh, other mechanism like the Montana Arts Council or some kind of other regrant who understands the folks on the ground. And that's what you've been really, um, really able to do over your whole career in Montana, which has been obvious in terms of um, the, the increase of the arts activities there. Well, thank you. You know, I say we are good storytellers out here in big sky country. And we tell the story of our arts organizations and artists very well, and the work that's being done in rural communities all over the country is really in- incredible. And I think that funders who believe that artistic excellence or excellence in product can only happen in urban settings are finding that that just is not not true. Totally agree with you, my friend. So, um, so what are you looking forward to next? Well, at the top of my list is no legislative sessions. Right. (laughs) Um, Even though I have to say I have the utmost respect for all of our legislative and political leaders because what they do, whether or not I agree with them and their stances, is really hard work and they work around the clock. So my hat's off to them. I'm very much looking forward to enjoying arts experiences as as an audience member uh, without having to wear the Arts Council hat and all the gravitas that that brought. I'm looking forward to growing my own creativity in new ways and doing all those projects that I've cut out of magazines for years and put them into a notebook. And so now I'm going to have time to start to work on those. I'm looking forward to expanding my friendships with artists and those involved in the arts community without having to worry about conflict of interest. And I'm also especially interested in keeping involved in political conversations that surround how it takes people on all sides of the aisles to make things happen. And that it's a mistake to think only one political party supports the arts. So I think that's been a really critical factor across the country, and and I'm eager to continue bearing that message. Well, it's certainly no surprise to me that you will be very busy. 
in your time without a job at the Montana Arts Council. Um, but I want to thank you again for your decades of service, um, how closely we've worked together in many in rural areas and cities on your, your time on the GIA board. Um, so thank you so much, Arnie. And I also want to thank um, the audience for tuning in. You can follow Grantmakers in the Arts on Facebook and our Twitter feed, twitter.com at G-I-A-R-T-S. Check out our news feed and find out more about GIA events at www.giarts.org. Thanks, everyone.